What it do, what it do, people. It is I, UTXJT the Don. And I bet you haven't heard my voice in a long time, besides on GI Podcast, obviously, because, you know, we got to get that stuff done. But it has been very, very hectic. A lot of things going on. If you did not know, just recently got married. So shout out to me. Married man, married man. Yeah, it is me. Congratulations, boy. We out here, man. Tied the knots. But it does not feel any different. I was telling people that it doesn't feel any different. But it definitely will when the kid comes in February. I know that for a fact. Uh, But, again, it's been a lot going on. I still have one more trip to do. And I am beyond tired. We are both tired, me and my wife. So, again, it's been crazy. A lot of things going on. And, of course, schedules between me and and my co-host leader of the flock but we are here on october 28th at the time of recording um you should be hearing it very very soon but we are back for another enlightened sound this is episode 28 flock how are you feeling tonight man uh a little tired a little sore sick as hell damn still bro no, my sinuses, man. I had a sinus compression headache, bro. Had, Ooh. Had, yeah, no joke. Yikes, yeah. I don't even want to get into the graphics of that, boys. Yeah, it's definitely ugly, that boy, time. When, it's, when that shit, when that shit let go, boy, it's ugly. Yeah, September and October down in Florida has been bad for me, allergy-wise. It just starts, like, picking up, so best believe i've been popping them pills every day consistently <laughs> trying not to get sick so. hey what you said i've been popping the pills yeah yeah like for real for real so y'all stay safe out there man because uh yeah it's gonna be a lot of sicknesses going on because everybody around me is just getting sick slowly but surely so again i'm trying to avoid it like like everybody got the plague so uh again be safe out there people wear some masks if you need to because i definitely do especially when i go traveling uh but anyways we are back and uh let's talk some music people this is what you all came here for uh, before we get into everything again huge shout out to anchor the one that makes this machine go for everybody uh whatever platform that you listen to including spotify google play apple music stitcher radio it doesn't matter as long as you're listening you dig but let's get into the music i ain't gonna lie to you though over the last month or so i haven't really been like super excited about any of the music that i've been listening to like i've listened to these albums here and there but i wasn't like man like this is some heat so it's it's been kind of we got spoiled we got spoiled after the the little brother and rhapsody came back to back yeah that, that might have been it you, you might be right on that so i've been kind of waiting on something and uh we'll we'll talk about the big releases because uh i know you all have been waiting on one in particular uh but let me just go over what i'm actually going to say it next uh some of the notable new releases since the last time that we did the podcast it's actually not too many i did try to go back as far as i could uh, but it wasn't really too many notable albums. But let's go ahead and run through it. Kanye West finally, finally dropped Jesus is King. So whether or not you care about it, the fact that it's out right now has people at least talking about it. So we're always going to talk about that a little bit later. Gucci Mane came out with Woptober 2. Wale came out with Wow, that's crazy. Lil Kim came out with her album Nine. Danny Brown came out with You Know What I'm Saying. The Baby, one of the hottest rappers in the game right now, came out with his second official uh, project called Kirk. Kevin Gates came out with I'm Him. Young M.A. ain't heard that name in a while. Came out with her story in the making. 
YK Osiris, aka the guy who thinks he's better than Bryson Tiller, uh, for some odd reason, uh, came up with the Golden Child. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, but I've never heard of that dude. I know, I know, and I didn't hear about him until the Double XL freshman list, and and again that, and I heard some weird song on the radio, and I was wondering who that was who couldn't sing, and yeah, that's that's how we get to this point. I'm I'm, I'm mad, yo. These these dudes are popping up on this shit. My man, ain't I not on it? Hey, man. But we we're gonna talk about that a little bit yeah. later too because we got some good we got some very very good news from Maynard because it's it's finally about to happen. Uh, but anyways, um, and finally we have Summer Walker came out with Over It. That was a highly uh, talked about um, album as well from her. And I'm not really a Summer Walker fan, but I definitely gave it a listen. And uh, I see what people like it. I see what people Summer like Walker. it. Yeah, that's the that's the chick that said she don't she don't like taking showers. Uh no, <laughs> I don't think that was her. I don't I think, think that I don't, was her. Was it? I think that I think that was her. I'll, I'll have to look that up just to double check. But I I thought that that was um Doja Cat who said that, not Summer Walker. Right. Pretty sure it was. Doja I hope Cat. I'm wrong. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Doja Cat. Uh, but anyway, those are notable new releases. So if there was something that you possibly missed, best believe I got you on that. Okay, okay let's move on to the music news now again we kind of missed a lot and i try to go back a little bit but uh i'll go over some of the stuff in like the quick hits that uh that we had a quick hit section a little bit later but let's talk about some of the more recent news uh now we just got done talking about the albums that came out that weren't really uh, about anything nothing i was really excited over but this one i'm kind of excited over the game finally said that he's coming out with a new album it's called born to rap dropping on november 29th uh the game had been in the news before then because everybody said his yeah. new picture with his braids they say he's trying to look like nip uh <laughs> so i found it pretty funny his man got the braids he got the uh the clean facial on the beard so it was like bro he's like you transforming into nipsey hustle like what's going on my guy um so uh, again rp to nipsey hustle is really nothing to make fun of but that's what people say you know the internet is ruthless so uh i know the game took it very very hard when when nip died and i hope that's not what he's really trying to do but i, I just think it's just a new phase for him so um in any case we have a new album coming out and i like the game a lot i, I think that he's one of the uh the more consistent rappers in the game when it comes to his projects or when it comes to any of his features i'm glad he's putting out something at the end of the year because again i want to be able to get everything out the way before we do this top 10 uh, albums of the year as you know we always do so i'm hoping that this one does end up making my top 10 we shall see but again november 29th you excited about this one or not game um it's always hit or miss with him it's like when i when he drops something it's either i really like it or i really don't like it it's like he, he tends to be a wave rider and i try to understand it's like bro you gotta set your own trends like game got to be like 40 now so it's like and, and he was the same guy 15 years ago that was you know 10 years ago however long it was you know had the line jay-z you 36 and you still rhyming Ugh. and you know here you are 40 and you you making rhymes and you, you looking like Nipsey and you doing a lot of he doing a lot of weird shit sometimes to me. And I'm saying he's a hypocrite, like a, kinda. Yeah, mm. that's exactly what I'm saying. But I like I said, don't get me wrong, I like game a lot. I like his music, but it's just like some of the shit he does, some of the antics I don't I don't really be a fan of. And I just I want him to just set his own trend, makes the you know, you know, blaze his own trail, <clears throat> not just ride a wave that's popular right now. Like just be you. Like it's cool to be a 40 year old rapper, it's like 
the best rappers in the world to me are over 40. So, I mean, that's, that's just my personal opinion. Like, at least three three out of the top five are, are 40 years old and over. So, I would I would definitely hope that he's doing something on his own and not trying to go out there and start rhyming like Nipsey and doing other shit just to sound, have a different sound. Just do what you do, man. Your, your hardcore fan base is going to fuck with it. And even if you're trying to get a new fan base, you know what I'm saying, or whatever, it's like, okay, just do it by being you. Like, don't try to copy and mimic what the other dudes are doing because that's a young man's game. So. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I I agree with you on that. I agree with you on that. Um, and I remember like I heard a snippet and people were saying that like he was doing a Nipsey flow on there. So uh, I get what you're saying. Like it is a lot of antics that we're doing. I know like early in the year he um dropped some leak, which I don't know if it's gonna be a full song on this album or not. When he was talking about Sin Santana and he was talking about Kim Kardashian, uh, that was one of the biggest yeah, that's, things that's about That's corny him. shit. Yeah, man. it is corny. It's very corny. Don't be talking about people's girls like that. You know whether they were with them or not. Like it's it's not like no and nobody. Like, and that's karma. Hear that that's karma is bad, bro. And he's already going through that shit right now. He going through some real legal troubles right now, bro. Yeah, more girls saying that they lawsuit. sexually assaulted uh, yeah. assaulted them. So man That's bad karma man yeah so i just want him to stick to rap because i know that game is is a very very good rapper and he's like, notorious for name dropping and he, he does is the name dropping in the, the wrong way he is he is uh but one one positive thing about this album is he says that dr dre is going to be heavily involved in this project so i'm hoping that that turns out to be something good again dr dr yeah dr dre's kind of been hit or miss as well even though he's highly revered i mean he's he's definitely a legend in the game so we'll see what this uh this production is going to sound like but previously like when the game first came out the stuff sounded good so again we'll see in 2019 whether dr dragon come out with some with some real heat for this album but i'll say again regardless of everything else that was going on just sticking to the music minus the name dropping i still like the game so i'm again gonna hope that this one will be good i will uh i will be highly expecting something nice something nice from this one so there I go people november 29th the game born to rap will be dropping uh moving on to some more legal issues man it's uh it's a hard time to be a rapper or an artist period like whether you're young or old uh but especially for the young ones because not only this uh, artists get into some legal troubles but uh we also got um juice world also getting into some legal troubles as well but we're gonna talk about lizzo uh if you don't know lizzo made the song truth hurts uh which you really can't get away from because it's that's a very 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 popular song and yeah. she she blew the fuck up <laughs> just over that but we have some more people saying that hey she stole some stuff from us uh we wrote that for her uh one person and let me get their name so i don't get this wrong a british performer uh, by the name of mina lioness has been battling with lizzo's team and this person mina said that she tweeted back in february 2017 i did a dna test it found out that i'm 100 that bitch and they asked lizzo hey did you see that tweet did you steal it she said nah i ain't never seen this shit before in my life that's crazy but you know there's 10 billion people on this planet the odds of multiple people having the same idea are very high so this is literally the first line that you hear from the song truth hurts 
I just did a DNA test. Turns out I'm 100% that bitch. Do you think that there is any truth to what this chick Mina Lioness is saying? Do you think that Lizzo just saw that tweet and was like, hey, that shit sound hot. So I'm going to just put it on the song. And I mean, obviously, like Lizzo doesn't like you don't think that, like, hey, man, like this is going to blow up the way that it did. But even if it didn't, like, do you think that this is enough to sue Lizzo over just because she may have taken a tweet and put it in her song? I, I think did she address that though? She said did. Was, she uh, did address it. She said that she she said it was a yeah, meme. She, she said it was a meme that resonated with her. So at first she said no, nah, and then she said that it was a meme that resonated with her because she does feel uh, like a hundred percent that bitch. She sang the line in the demo, and then she used the line in Truth Hurts. Said it had nothing to do with the line or how she chose to sing it. There was no one in the room when she wrote the song except for a couple of people. And she said the song is her life and, and yada, yada, yada. So she did address it after the fact. Yeah, uh, that's that's a tricky one, man. It's like at this point, it's like it's really no way of confirming or denying that shit 100 percent. That's why I always say, like, if you if you writing something and you want 100 percent writer's credit, make sure when you writing that shit, nobody's in there with you. Nobody's even around you when you're doing it. Do that shit on your own time. Don't write songs in the studio. You know what I'm saying? When people in there. Because somebody's going to try to stay claim to it when that shit hits. That shit would have flopped. Nobody would be talking about it. Big facts. You know what I'm saying? If it would have flopped, no one no one would be trying to take credit for it. And that's just, that's just you know, that's just spoils of war. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you win, you win big. When you Even when you win, sometimes you lose, too. Because you're going to have somebody that's going to try to stake claim. In that, and it's like, I don't know, man. I don't I don't know because I don't really follow it like that. So I just know the song. I've heard the song a couple of times, but it, I, I mean, it's like you said before, it's not just one person saying it's like a whole other group or some shit that came out by saying that the melody. And then people said that they, she took the melody from black Beatles. Yeah. Uh, was it race murder? And it's like shit like that. I'm like, I didn't hear them say that. So it's like, okay, if they don't have a problem with that, then why is everybody else trying to you know, talk up on it? Everybody gonna have their finger. Everybody gonna try to have their finger in that shit. I don't. I don't like it. But at the end of the day, if you did take it, you do need to compensate the people that 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 need the credit for it. If you didn't come up with it all by yourself, even if one person gave you one line, they still gave you a line. So yeah. And again, this one is even more tricky because it came from a tweet. Like I could understand if someone was in the studio, like you said, and goes written it and you didn't give mm-hmm. them their credit. That's one thing because that's that's obviously vocal credits or uh, or writing credits. Sorry, not vocal credits, but writing credits. But it's from a tweet. So I think that's what makes this one even more weird. So Cloudy. I don't. Yeah, yeah I don't you know. How you, yeah, I don't know how you who to say who to say she even seen it. Even if she did, you can't prove that she seen that tweet. Right. You know what I mean? You yeah. can't prove it. Yeah. Unless, unless you see her, her retweet it or like it. Yeah, right. 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 Like, and you can't just say, "Hey, I can see that you've seen this tweet." Like, it's a lot. It's a thousand people. It's thousands of people in this world that that can have a similar idea that has no idea that the other person had that idea. You can easily think that you're the only person that had this idea when you said something. I've done that shit plenty of times, and I had somebody come to me and say, "Hey, you took this from this person." I'm like, "Who? From who?" I'm like, "Just said this shit myself." And then you look at it, I'm like, "I said this shit two days before that person did." What the fuck are you talking about? Mm-hmm. So you don't, you really don't know. Like you really, you honestly don't know. Like, don't think that everybody knows everybody. 
I'm not gonna dispute it though that that she didn't take it. So, but how can you prove that she did? And yeah. even if she did, it's a fucking tweet. Right. I call that the Christopher Columbus effect right there. Like you just yeah. thinking that you discovered something and then all of a sudden, like, yeah, someone said this so what so years ago, or someone did this, so what so years ago, you ain't the first person. <laughs> I mean, and then again, like Lizzo kinda dresses, she was like, you know, it's ten billion people on the planet, so like you know there are going to be people that have the same idea and with this particular line like i've heard something similar to that before like people have been playing on like taking dna tests like for a while now but this one just ended up being you know something that ended up being hot because she put it in the song so again like it's it's just super duper weird but uh we'll see what happens man because she's getting attacked from all sides and that's just from one song she getting attacked from another song too like i think like two more songs like so it's yeah. it's it's looking real bad for her right now one, one is a one is a coincidence and two or more begins begins to be a trend right so ugh, it just it, it really sucks so i'm hoping that she can get past this but if she's really out here being a fraud then that's a whole nother conversation that we need to have but for now uh just keep prospering uh make as much money as you can because you may need it i'm gonna have to get you some legal help here <laughs> like seriously you're gonna have to get you some legal help because it doesn't look like these people are going to get off your neck with this stuff they want that money they want no. that money so uh uh, just keep your head up, Lizzo. Keep your head up and definitely get some legal help. All right. We're going to move on to some more news. And uh, just like the YK Osiris thing, saying she's the best R&B person out and, and nobody listened to Bryson Tiller. Now we have Cardi B who says she opened the doors for female rappers to get signed. Uh, what? Yeah. Yeah, man. So Cardi B, um, she was on the show Rhythm and Flow, um, which is actually that show is pretty good, Flock. I, I, I got to admit, man, like mine is Cardi B because I'll, I'll talk about that a little later. But I, I don't really feel her um, with her uh, uh, judging skills. Yeah, her judging skills are kind of kind of iffy on that show compared to everybody else. But uh, but I, I like the concept of the show and it actually is actually OK. But on Rhythm and Flow, she was asked if she finds it hard to evaluate female rappers um she said that she looks for ambition in artists and then she talked about her own ambition and how she opened doors for female rappers in the industry uh and this is a direct quote she said i feel like after me i'll say that it's kind of easier for a lot of these female artists like before me there was no female rapper that was signed to a label well you know the ones that had already been established nobody was signing them and now everybody's just signing them if you could rap and you got a couple of followers because nobody wants to miss opportunity like a lot of labels missed opportunity with me because i went to a couple of motherfuckers and they said no 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 so but she I, was whack before niggas was writing her shit for her. Let's be real. Uh, yes. <laughs> I mean, let's not forget she wasn't on Love and... We, we gonna forget she wasn't on Love and Hip Hop? I was just... Yeah, I was just about to say that. You hear some of that shit on Love and Hip Hop she was doing? That's why she I... She was whack. That's why I highly disagree. Now, again, Carl, you was making hold music on, hold before... On. I don't wanna, I don't wanna, I don't wanna mis, mis, misinterpret what you said. Did you say that she said major labels wasn't signing female rappers before her? Yes. Nigga. Wasn't Foxy on Def Jam? It was so many female rappers that were signed before. Wasn't she on Def Jam? Nikki D was the first female rapper signed to Def Jam. That was the biggest rap label. You know what I'm saying? The biggest label that had rap music on it. 
come on, son. Like, I ain't like, oh god, bro. Even if let's she's stop. talking about, okay, okay, let's say if she's not even talking about like decades ago. Even if she was talking about like recently, say like the last five to ten years. I still don't agree because I feel like now it's just a phase. It's it's another it's a it's another well, I wouldn't say a phase. It's another era that's coming along and female rappers are they're finding another lane because I'm I mean even though it's not really a thing that I'm into, scam scam rap is pretty, is pretty hot right now. Scam rap is pretty hot. So I mean <laughs> I just said that we call it that. Yeah, scam, yeah, scam, yeah, scam, scam rap, bro. Scam it, scamming on these niggas, bro. So whatever you want to call it, it's it's hot right now. So I don't think that Cardi was like the pioneer of that stuff. I just feel like we're going through another era of of rap and this is just what people want to hear right now. And a lot of female rappers are coming up. Now again, not all of them scam rap obviously not all of them can rap and it's it's a lot of female rappers that i feel like right now are better than these dudes um whether they're scam rapping or not but i don't feel like cardi b was the one who paved the way cardi b ended up getting popular because she was a former stripper and she got popular off of instagram then she went to love and hip-hop we knew that people were writing for her and bodak yellow came out and that was your breakout hit now nobody can stop you I don't feel like because of you going through your process, which is different from all these other female rappers, that you paved the way uh, to get uh, these female rappers signed. I, I kind of see, like, I see where you're trying to go with this, but I feel like you're still wrong with that statement. And and this is again talking about like if you're talking about recently, if you're talking about like before you, then you're even more wrong <laughs> because there are, again a lot of female rappers that have been signed. I mean, Nicki is still like on par with you um in my opinion right now in popularity she's actually still like with her fan base probably more popular than you but cardi Absolutely. b just has a lot of heat right now and she just has uh she has a wave that she's riding and that's why you know it can get skewed as far as like quote unquote who's the most popular so i, I like i just feel like with this statement she just got a little bit too big-headed with the whole situation i don't agree with this at all i don't agree Man, with this she, at all she needs to be humble bro yeah big fans. all it takes all it takes is for that next album to drop flop she'll get humble real quick that's some bullshit bro like i'm I'm all in fan of, like i like rooting for don't get me wrong but don't act like you done you done you done you know you're a trailblazer and shit like that because i mean popular don't make you better by no stretch because it's a lot of females you know what I'm saying artists out here is way better. I mean, I mean, she, did she win a Grammy? She did. She won best rap album. J J Cole ain't even never won a Grammy. You gonna say she better than J Cole? No. Exactly. I mean, that shit is a hot box, bro. The people who they want to see win, they win those. It ain't. It ain't never about who's better. It's about who's the most popular. Those awards, that shit don't mean nothing, fam. A lot of people they ain't never won a fucking Grammy. Big Pun never won a fucking Grammy. But you think you think do you think that fucking what's a whack ass rapper that won a Grammy? I can't think of none right now because I don't really listen to him like that. But you take a whack ass rapper that probably won a Grammy, you gonna say he's better than Big Pun? No. Mm -hmm. No. I would never say that. Like, no, not without question. I would never say that. So she, I think that Grammy shit got got to a head. A lot of other shit got to a head. It's like, bro, she needs to be humble, bro. 
Yeah. She needs to be humble. She needs to be humbled, bro. Yeah, that's why I said I can't <laughs> I can't rock with it. And then what made it worse is T.I. kind of like defended her too. He was uh saying that she kicked down the doors of being personable. And I'm like, uh, okay. I mean this this nigga cosign Iggy is like, I can't really And then he turned around and said that, you know, that was one of the worst moments of his music career. I seen that. (laughs) And then she clapped back at him, too. I wasn't mad at her for that, too. I was like, good. Stand your ground, girl. He was co-signing that shit then. And then when her shit, when people figured her out. Yeah, when she started getting into all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, you start, you dropped that pen like it was hot, boy. And turned the other way. Mm -hmm. He got tired of defending her. Then he dropped her. Yeah, he dropped her. Yeah, that you can't go back now. Yeah, don't go back on that now. Like I like. And I fuck with but, Tip. I fuck yeah. with Tip heavy too, boy. But that nigga be doing some cornball shit too. Yeah, yeah. So like I said, I'm, I'm glad that Iggy did stand up for herself because that was messed up. So so now he he on the other side now. You think it's cool? Nah, nah, bro. That's what you was rocking with at first. He, he riding the wave. He riding the wave. Mm-hmm. Relevant with the, with the younger crowd. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so it is what it is. But again, I highly disagree. Let us know if you think that Cardi paved the way for these new rappers to get signed, uh, new female rappers to get signed. Because I, I, I don't think that. That's I, I, I want to quest- I want to know which new rappers. To be honest, a lot of these these rappers that she probably talking about all came out right around the same time she did. If not, without, if not been out before her. Yes, you talking about like City Girls, uh, Sweetie. Uh, who else? Uh, Meg, Megan, Meg, yeah, Meg. Megan can rap better than her. Megan can definitely rap better than her. I don't listen to City Girls. I listen to uh, Saweetie, whatever her name is. Uh, once or twice, she was on like a little freestyle thing, and she wasn't that good to me. But you know, I've heard better, but she wasn't terrible. But I ain't gonna say say she better than what's called. But anybody, if they all write their own shit, they already better than her. Mm. So you can pave the way and knock down doors and all this other shit. If you don't write your own rhyme, don't talk. Don't say shit. Wait for somebody else to write your response and your comments down for you. <laughs> so that shit can make sense to me. Oh, man. That's crazy. Somebody need to ghostwrite. Somebody need to ghostwrite her thoughts. That's what, that's what I need to say. <laughs> that's what she need. A thought ghostwriter. Just like, imagine, bro. Just imagine somebody ghostwriting your thoughts. That's That's silly, bro. That's mad silly. Uh, but anyway, let's move on, man. I'm tired of talking about Cardi. Uh, this one I found utterly hilarious because I didn't even know about this. This is actually a, something new in the history books for uh, from myself. Fat Joe was actually asked about uh, about something like that he regretted in his music career. And he said that he remembers when Eminem tried to give him his demo six times not once not twice but six times in miami and he never listened to it never gave him the chance and then eminem ended up blowing up and dr dre got a hold of him just imagine if fat joe was the one who discovered eminem that boy would have been dumb rich that boy would have been dumb rich so he said that this is this is one of the worst moments of his life that he wish he got back he said Eminem was out here in Miami, gave him a demo like six times. He said everywhere he went, this little white boy, he kept giving me the demo. He's like, hey, listen to my music. I'm telling you, I'm nice, I'm nice. And I never did it. And now he's the biggest guy in the universe. 
so that's that's super wild um he said a similar thing also happened with him with rick ross and pitbull but he said he actually put pitbull on uh he gave pitbull demo to uh to new york city and got him signed uh signed on the spot but just imagine bro like what if eminem was like on terror squad or something <laughs> uh i wouldn't like i wouldn't like how much different his career would have been would it uh would it have been the same or not uh being with fat joe instead of dr dre so how you feel about this news have you heard about this before uh, this is this yeah, is new with I, me. I just seen it on hip-hop dx they was just talking about oh, okay I seen okay i seen it um all i can say is it this shit happens more than you think it does mm. uh i was i remember watching and i watched this shit live in real time where um the the infamous source awards the same one where everybody be talking about now with with suge knight came out there you know talking about, i won't tell tupac keep his guard up and you want to stay a star come to death row that 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 source awards i remember seeing outcast win an award for um i want to say like best new artist or some shit that year i think they won best new artist that year in 95 from what they did in 94 and and andre 3000 got up there and was like you know we want to give people a demo. We, you know, we tired of closed-minded folks. We try to give them a demo. They don't want to hear. Look what happened. They talked about that. They said how they went and shopped their album to a lot of different people. They said Jermaine Dupree didn't fuck with them. Somebody else didn't fuck with them, and they ended up on LaFace. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They ended up on LaFace. LaFace was an R&B. Uh, LaFace had TLC. Right, right, right. They, they, they did girl groups and, and R&B and shit like that. They had, I think they had Usher and they had like TLC or some shit like that. But because that's when Usher at first came out. And um, yeah, man, that, that shit happens a lot. You hear that a lot when they be like, oh, here because in New York, they always talk about like in New York, you can walk down the street to Sony or Dev Jam or something like that. Like you live down south or you live over here, you got to take a flight. You know what I'm saying? You got to catch a flight. If you're in Texas, you got to catch a flight. You got to go to LA or, you know what I'm saying, New York or something. So you hear that a lot. But that's just all for like fat joe should know better because when you think about it you think about it man he was part of that group digging in the crates he's part of that group with him diamond d uh big l was a part of it at the time lord finesse like all these dudes they they specialize in finding dope artists and dope producers so for him to do that is just sheer arrogance so and then i remember when fat joe first came out with you got a flow joe this back like 93 you know what I'm saying? Mm. I remember when he first came out, people was booing him when he did shows. You know what I mean? People were booing this dude. They were like, get this fat, whack-ass Puerto Rican motherfucker off the stage. You know what I'm saying? Like, get his whack-ass off the stage. So he should know better. Imagine having fucking Eminem and Big Pun on your label at the same time. Oh, baby. You would have had a fucking... You would have had a dynasty, bro. Yeah. You would have had a dynasty. And that just comes off of sheer arrogance, bro. Like, ah, this dude, I don't want to fuck this. You know what I'm saying? Oh, he a white boy. He can't be nice. And, you know, a lot of people did that. And you can't blame them all 100%, but at least listen to him. Because look at Vanilla Ice. He made nobody He made nobody want to listen to white rappers. You had groups. You had the Beastie Boys. They were dope for that time in the 80s that they were out. They were nice. Um, then you had, uh, fuck. You had, like, Third Base, MC Search, and Pete Nice. They were, man. You know what I'm saying? MC Search was the one that discovered Nas. You know what I'm saying? So, it, it, I mean, it all goes full circle at some point, man. It's like, you gotta you gotta at least listen, man, because you never know what you might miss out on. That's that's crazy as fuck, because he could have had Eminem and fucking Big Pun. Man. Two of the, two of the most lyrical assassins ever, yo. That would have been crazy. Yeah. 
Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I would understand why Fat Joe would be like, man, it's one of the worst moments, one of the worst decisions of my life, dog. Now, listen, you could at least gave it a listen, bro. Listen to it. If you got an ear for music, you could tell, you know what I'm saying, after the first couple songs, like, all right, I know what I, I, I hear what I need to hear right, right now. He said he did it he six known, times, bro. man. Six times. Because <laughs> what's crazy is I always said this about Fat Joe. Fat Joe been a lot better, is a lot, would be make a lot better A&R than a rapper mm. like he can make good songs for other people it's just when he does them they very seldom become big hits like every now and again he'll have that hit but if he you know has a song he know how to make good songs for other people help other people make good songs it's just like a songwriter a lot of the best songwriters can't sing them you know what yeah, i'm saying yeah Okay, okay. So yeah, man, like for all the people that have heard that news, that story is still crazy. And I'm pretty sure like a lot of rappers got a lot of different stories like that. Like you said, you said it happens way more times than we than we know. So that was just interesting just hearing about him finally like talking about this story and I never knew that. So it was definitely an interesting read. Crazy, man. Yeah. Even if he didn't fit in with Terror Squad, he could have got the bag off of Eminem and gave him somebody else and still got with a you know got something off of that yeah it's funny because they still ended up doing the song together uh with that lean back remix lean back remix, yeah. On there. yeah yeah so so this is right i never do they have like a an encounter or any type of relationship so there you go man so that's the fat joe story he missed one he missed a big one <laughs> that's definitely the one that got away yeah like big facts big facts all right so finally last piece of news for this episode we have Gucci Mane. Gucci Mane out here. He's supposed to be <laughs> a reformed man, but Gucci Mane got back on his bullshit in an interview with Charlemagne. Charlemagne put him on his YouTube channel, talked to him one-on-one. So a lot of people were wondering what's going on with that. Like, what's why is Angela Yee and DJ Envy not here? Why is he not on the Breakfast Club? When Gucci Mane was on the Breakfast Club before. And it was a, a pretty viral clip. Not one of the more viral clips on the Breakfast Club, but during the that interview in 2016 gucci man went on the breakfast club and he said that angela Yee was trying to get at him he was like yo like angela Yee wanted me to fuck and angela Yee was like nah like she denied it wholeheartedly and is that the, is that the one where the infamous gucci meme came from yes with that look yes yes <laughs> that is exactly oh, yeah. why because he was like yo like you trying to play me right now on on live radio like you was it you was in my text like you was trying to fuck uh and i was like nah like i'm like i ain't trying to get at you right now so now we come to 2019 and Charlamagne was like yo like you know why don't we do this on the breakfast club and gucci Mane said that he has been banned from the breakfast club specifically because angela yee and, and dj envy ended up getting into it because he's riding with yee which i'm not mad at like if that's your uh that's your partner then you gotta you kind of gotta respect our wishes like yeah, if, yeah like if angela yee did say that you know she didn't want to mess with him then you know it is what it is but Charlemagne, like he's kind of doing his own thing and he wants to talk to him so they talked and he said that yeah like he said he, he thought he got banned but everybody was like no nah, like you didn't get banned like angela yee and dj envy was like no nah, like none of, none of that stuff happened but gucci was still talking about how angela e <laughs> wanted uh wanted him to fuck and he was like i'm married he was like i'm married but he was still saying it's a wild shit because he said he said that punk ass bitch and he was talking about ye and i ain't feeling that stuff don't be don't be calling out a name because you know her name like you it was no reason for you to say that so that was one of the parts that i was like nah i ain't i ain't messing with you right there gucci but 
then he said he got beef with uh dj envy too he was like i ain't have no beef with him but now i got beef with him so he like when i see him i'm gonna slap him i'm like whoa like that's that's just crazy and charlamagne ain't say nothing he was just like laughing like like damn like where this come from so it's kind of <laughs> it was kind of weird he didn't make it no he didn't make it any better yeah yeah like he wasn't defending his uh his radio mates he was just like like just laughing and just like oh like that's that damn that's crazy like i don't know i don't know what's going on like why you gotta be for him too so it was super weird but like i listened to the whole interview and it was interesting but like i said toward the end and definitely started talking about this and kind of and things kind of went south because that man was wilding he was definitely wilding so uh dj envy responded he had an instagram caption and he was like you know uh he said Charlamagne gave my heads up when the interview was done and he told him play it like and he said this is the first time he got threatened by artists it won't be the last time he said never been slaps enough or jumped so he don't know where it came from uh he said gucci man was never banned from the breakfast club and uh he said when i actually do an interview without ye uh his reply was he would not do anything unless you clear with my co-worker so again uh instantly ye, to my knowledge has not said anything specifically about this but dj envy was only uh one of the only ones who responded so i'm gonna assume that angela eve was still like no nah, like i don't want to do this interview but that doesn't mean that you're banned that i mean it just means that they just don't want to do it and because like something again it doesn't matter how long it was if she doesn't feel comfortable then she has every right to but uh i mean it still could be some truth to this i mean angela's i mean she has a, a damn podcast called lip service so she might have been trying to get it gucci you never know you never know that shit way before the breakfast club yeah serious yeah she did yeah she did so so i mean it might be some truth to it and you never know unless we like see some receipts or something but even still like gucci man is married now and actually he said she got a boyfriend so like it should have been all water under the bridge but obviously gucci still got some you know something to say about he still feels some type of way which is it's kind of weird but um i mean it is what it is i i just didn't like you know him calling actually out her name that was really my only thing, but I was like, damn, why you why you drag DJ Envy into this too? I feel like DJ Envy be uh he's more on Angela E side than Charlemagne is. Cause again, like even though Charlemagne is obviously a part of the Breakfast Club, and it's probably like one of the main reasons why it's so popular today, he's kind of doing his own thing now. So now like the new speculation is that like they're gonna break up or that they have beef or something. Which again, I don't know. I don't know if Angela E, DJ Envy, and Charlemagne have beef, but it's uh it's definitely interesting how like Gucci has kind of like sparked this back up from three years ago and why he still feels some type of way about this when he's a whole married ass man now uh so it's weird like eventually it was if she was trying to get at you then she was trying to get at you and if you denied her you denied her and, and kind of just leave it alone but uh but it seemed like he didn't get banned after all i think that was what he was really upset about so uh how you feel about this whole situation it's kind of light but it's, it's still something I, I felt like we should discuss uh I, I'm, I'm with you he he I don't have a problem with him being upset about certain shit, but I think it's kind of like, I think let it go. It's like, let's let it go, bro. Like, if she denied it, okay, whatever, whatever. Like, if if you denied it then, like, what's the, like, why are you so upset about it now? And then, um, you know, with the shit with Envy, like, I don't have no problem with, like, you know, having an issue or whatever. Just say your piece and keep it moving. But I think him calling her out of her name like that was kind of, that was uncalled for. That that's just that's that's just not cool. Like unless she unless she gave you that energy, you know what I'm saying, to start with, then don't don't return fire with that type of energy. And I don't know what the situation was between like him and Envy, other than the fact that he was just taking up, you know, taking side with his, you know, saying with his coworker, which I I mean, I would think something differently about him if he didn't. 
So, and I, I I heard that like she supposedly unfollowed uh, Charlemagne or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, something like she that. Pissed off. I'm like, y'all grown as hell, man. Like, <laughs> like it ain't that serious, bro. It's like after a while, cause I know Angelie at least Angelie got to be in her mid forties now, right about now. So it's like at some point, just we everybody know you 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 get around. It's like it ain't no it ain't no secret. She just be trying to keep that shit a secret, but everybody be seeing it because the way she moved. So it's like. All right, you was trying to get a little hoeing out there. You trying to do? If that's what you did, that's what you did. I think she just don't. She just get upset that when everybody finds out. That's what she's doing. So no, I, okay. like, All right, let, I just actually uh, and I like Angela. E. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, she ain't bad. But you know what I'm saying, but I mean, ain't no shit that you. Everybody got to go lie about. I mean, especially mm. if you had better. Yeah, and a lot of niggas in the industry have had better. So like, All she, right. you know, see what the what the nigga lying about and even if he ain't lying it's like he just kept that shit to himself too though so right like, yeah why even, why even tell that you know what i'm saying absolutely no need to bring it up so it was, it was yeah. weird so I, I just out of shits and giggles i looked up and see if angela Lee did make a response and she sure enough did so she said she doesn't care it doesn't affect her it's not going to affect anything that they have they the breakfast club has going on she's just going to continue to do her job uh, so every now and then some person does something somebody says something crazy about us and they get a little press out and life continues as long as she said that we didn't actually do anything then she's fine um then she said uh well somebody asked her well, could you make it back to the breakfast club probably not um but it's not a ban uh not when you threaten to slap one of my hosts i don't think it's a smart thing to do if you're going to uh, threaten to slap one of the hosts on the show then i don't think you should be allowed in the building we take those things seriously so yeah don't threaten nobody yeah like do that shit on the on the low you know what i'm saying right and then she said uh she said just google what he looked like in 2009 and you'll see what i'm talking about (laughs) as far as uh whether she wanted to date gucci yeah because that man did look like he was uh he was 16 months pregnant because that because that lane bro that that man was he was he was out there he was definitely out there not being healthy not taking care of himself so I'm glad he is where he is now because that he definitely needed a change in, in, in everything. So uh, minus the whole Gucci that came out, he seems to be in a better place. But let this stuff go, Gucci. It, it doesn't matter no more, bro. <laughs> it never really matters. So uh, so there you go on that, man. That's all the news that we have on this episode. Now let's get to what you all have been waiting for. We got tweets about it already. Like y'all go talk about Kanye West. So we're going to wait on the podcast. You know, we went on the podcast. Uh, I won't be giving like in-depth reviews on Twitter. Y'all know that. Come on now. But to that person that tweeted us and for the other people who were wondering what we thought about the album, here it goes. All right. Kanye West, finally, after all of these months of speculation, whether he's coming out with a gospel album or if he's coming out with uh, with Yandy first, uh, Jesus King is the one that made it, that finally released uh, this past Friday. Um, so here we go 11 songs total 11 songs total people we have uh features from the sunday service choir these are the uh the choir that he's been seeing on all the videos um all the sunday services that he's been doing uh we have ty dollar sign and clemens fred hammond clips and this includes malice because i ain't heard nothing no from malice. malice no malice now yeah no malice and i ain't heard uh heard nothing from him in a while because honestly i haven't really been checking but um that's neither here nor there and kenny g 
<laughs> it's very random. That's amazing. A, yeah, it's on the same song with clips. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, on the same song with clips. Uh, favorite songs, man. It's, I'm not gonna lie. That's why I put a question mark right here. But <laughs> but maybe follow God. Just maybe. Um, I, I'm not gonna take too much time on this album because yes, it is 100 yeah. a gospel album and. I'm the not, songs are hella short. They are hella short. Let me see. It's 27 Only minutes, like, people. Yeah. 11 songs for 27 minutes. So you Most can get through like two and a half minutes. Yeah, you can get through it very, very quickly. Um, I, I will say one positive about this. At least not every song was like super gospel as far as like the production. And the only reason why I kind of messed with Follow God was because it was kind of like a regular type of beat that you would hear from Kanye. But he still talked about God and Jesus like the entire album, which was expected. But it's not something that I am wanting to listen to. I didn't think that there would be a worse album since Ye, because Ye for having seven <laughs> songs on it was really, really bad. I didn't yeah. like that album at all. And damn, like Jesus gonna have to like uh, top all of these because i wasn't really the biggest fan of yeezus but now after hearing jesus is king and yay like i kind of gotta gotta put that up there um i'm just not a fan bro like again i i'm again i'm not the super religious type if you are that's cool if you like what he's saying okay fine but it's just not what i want to hear from kanye i understand he's he's been super religious well he's super religious now and and i'm not gonna act like this is a ploy because literally one of his first biggest hits was jesus walk so again i'm i'm not i'm not saying that he's never not been religious and he's trying to like be you know do this for a cash cow or something um and, and even though i'm still not a fan of him like like selling uh selling his merch for you know uh buku bucks and all that stuff um i i don't I, i'm not upset with this album if this is what he wants to do if this is the spiritual path that he's on right now and he wants to put out a gospel album so be it it's probably still going to sell i don't know how much it's going to sell week one i'll have to look at the numbers a little bit later but it's probably still going to sell because just because people want to listen to kanye because kanye is just up there and people are going to eat up pretty much everything that he does but for me i'm just not a fan so uh after a couple of listens um it's a skip it's good for me like i said i i could deal with not listening to anyone of these songs ever again just like yay i i don't listen to any songs from yay and it's just like it doesn't exist in my opinion it just it just doesn't exist i can move on with my life and and i'll be fine i'll still treat kanye the same way that i've always treated him but it's just it's just not for me i'll just say that it's just not for me uh so what are we thinking about this after after your listens i hope it wasn't too uh too torturous for you <sighs> Uh, the one good thing I did like about it is that it was really short. That's what I'll say. It was really short. <laughs> okay. So, so I didn't have to listen to it that long. Uh, if I had songs, I'm trying. I'm trying to be can with this one, but it's hard, bro. Like on, <sighs> uh, I don't know. I gotta put the words go. All right, look. The the song that that I could tolerate was that uh Selah. Uh, on God was okay, and the best thing he did about about this whole album to me was to get the clips back together to do music, albeit the way it had to happen, which is the only way No Malice was gonna do it. Him and his brother, you know, what I'm saying doing a song together, and they got Kenny G, bro. You know, what I'm saying Kenny fucking G. You know, what I'm saying that's crazy. I ain't not think anybody can get Kenny G on out here anymore like that, but get Kenny G that used this gospel. I thought that was nice. It was cool to hear No Malice doing thing yo I, I just like to hit them together 
because they one of my favorite rap groups ever. So, you know, I, I love Clips. So that was that was that was cool for them to do that. But if you ask me, would I listen to it again? No, I wouldn't. I don't. I, none, none of the songs were that great. While I gotta hit us again, nothing was that good. I, I'm just gonna act like this never happened. So after we record this, I'm done with it. This <laughs> is <laughs> out my life. So I'm gonna give this a generous uh, 1.5 out of five. Okay. All right, I um, I agree, I agree. One point five. The best thing about this album was uh, he said, "Close on Sundays." You're my Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A actually uh, tweeted him back. He was taking him for saying that. I was like, "Y'all don't need any more promo." But sure, sure, Chick Fil A. If you want to, uh, if you want to congratulate him and give him praises for mentioning <laughs> you in a in a verse, then sure, so be it. Um, and then of course, hearing No Malice, it was cool, even though it wasn't on you know the song that I would like for it to be with both of them. But that's that's where No Malice is to uh in in his life so uh the, it makes sense it makes sense for no malice too I, I think um if i'm not mistaken uh i heard that he basically uh wrote like the whole album or helped kanye on on all the songs not just uh uses gospel so um it makes sense it definitely makes sense to to get no malice and and uh and push it to to help you on this one so uh it just it it's it's gone. It just doesn't exist to me anymore. So and you may like it. I'm not knocking you if you do. Um, people have already turned some of his lyrics into a meme and and all that stuff. But I don't think y'all will be bumping this every day. Let's be honest. We know what y'all be listening to. So I know you ain't bumping this gospel music just because it's Kanye. You ain't turned super religious just because it's Kanye. Go ahead and give it up. You ain't you ain't liking this album like that. If you do. I mean, it's cool, but I, I know most of y'all line. Don't don't say you like it. It's all right. It's okay. It's Kanye. He'll still be around, and, and you'll still be living. It's all right to not like it. All right. So one and a half from both of us, and this album is done. Yeah, no more listens. All right, let's move on to Wale. He came out with, wow, that's crazy. This album has 15 songs total. 15 songs total. Features Kelly Price, Manny Wells, Ari Lennox, Boogie. Not a Boogie, but Boogie from the West Coast. Black. Not our Black, but Six Lack. Bryson Tiller, the guy who's, who said nobody listens, uh, who I can't, sorry, said nobody listens to anymore. Jeremiah, Meek Mill, Rick Ross, Lil Dirk. Pink Sweats, who I've actually never listened to before, but I might have to after the song that they were on. Uh, Jaquees and Meg The Stallion. I would say that my favorite song by far would be Routine, uh, but I do love, uh, I like the song Love, Her Fault, uh, featuring Bryson Tiller. I mess with that song as well. Um, I would say for this album, it's definitely not one of my favorites from Wale. Um, as far as albums are concerned, I really did like Ambition and The Gifted, but I personally have been a mixtape fan of Wale more. I feel like he does more stuff that are kind of like my my cup of tea, um, because Wale is he's definitely more of that uh more of that 
you know poetic type of uh type of cat you know that's that's what he really focuses on and he has a lot of like slower songs those songs that are going to be easy to get on the radio he stays in his lane when it comes to the type of music that he makes so not all of it is going to be for me because i'm not really the type that likes to listen to all the slow stuff that's why i lean more towards routine there's a song that got rick ross and uh rick ross and mcmill on it that's more my style there but for all the people that like the slower songs from wale you're going to love this album I, I think you're going to love it. he has a lot of things that are for you but for me personally i just have not been a fan of his slower type of poetic um love stuff when he's talking about all the ladies in his life or or stuff like that i'm i'm just not a fan that's that's just me personally so um so again i go towards the mixtape stuff a little bit more but i think as far as what he's come out with before compared to what he's come out with now it's it's solid it's definitely a solid album uh what do we got from you why how you feeling about this one uh definitely better than kanye let me start by saying that facts <laughs> no no uh, debate there me. It, right it, it wasn't hard me and you could create some shit i probably like better than kanye shit uh if let me see songs that i like i actually like this more than i thought i would uh the songs i like the most was uh that sue me that joint with kelly price i thought that song was real good oh, the first song. yeah yeah okay. first joint yeah i fuck with that heavy that uh cliche I think that was with uh Ari Lennox, right? And the, yes, and, the and Boogie, Boogie yeah. And then on oh, Chill, that's that, that's that's my favorite song of the day right now. Mm, like okay. that song, I'm I listened to it about four four times already today with uh Jeremiah. You know Jeremiah, you know he's from the Chicago land, bro. So you know I gotta support that on top. Okay. But that and then it got that you know because that song right there, I caught the sample that they used the uh the Raphael Sadiq shit, the Ask of You joint. You know what I'm saying he got that sample in there. You know I caught that shit, and uh, that's a that's a nice ass song. That's nice ass nice ass joint. I know you don't typically like them type of songs, but like you know what I'm saying, it's probably more garnered to me. I I just appreciate the music, so it's just it's different for me, I guess. I, I liked it though. I I thought overall, um, there was a couple other songs that were fine on there as well. I didn't have a problem with it. It was some songs on that that I didn't really care about. Whoa 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 whoa. Hold on hold on. It was something that on there that was. That, that that turned my nose, bro. Literally turned my fucking nose. Wait a minute. That song with Lil Dirt. That's what it was. That song with Lil Dirt. It was called uh, Break My Heart. Break My Heart. My fault or some shit like that. Mm -hmm. Did Dirt? Did I? Did I not hit this correct? That Lil Dirt had a line on that. Might fuck you on your cycle. Lay a tile down. No, you heard it. I did hear that you, right. Correct? You heard it. Yeah. Ew, nigga. I mean, this, Chicago, I mean, this love, man. love right there, I guess. <laughs> no, nigga, that ain't love, bro. That's, that's, that's nasty. Oh, man. That's some freak shit, bro. I ain't that freaky. Yeah, you, I, I mean, you could, you could wait. You better ask her, you better ask her if she got a toothache. Nigga, you get what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> hey, use that, use Straight that up. mouth action. Yeah, like, hey, you ain't got no toothache, dude. You good? Mm. Oh man, that ain't happening, bro. But yeah, I did. I, okay, I did hear that record. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. When I heard that, I'm like, with the with the Shannon Sharp, like, mm -hmm. whoa, no, nah, I'm good on that one though. But overall, I thought the album was okay. I didn't think it was. I didn't think it was very good. I didn't think it was anything more than like average, like nothing more than like middle of the road. So for that, I gave it two and a half. Okay, definitely better than Kanye. So gotta say that again.
I'm gonna give this one a two. I like his previous uh, project, Shine, a little bit better. And it, it had more things that were more of my style. Uh, CC White and, and Fashion Week and, uh, and and Scarface Rose. Like, that was, that was more of my stuff. Like, I like Shine a lot uh, compared to this. But uh, but I give it a two. Like, like I said, it's definitely Wale's bag. Like, he didn't go out of his comfort zone. And again, this is the type of music that he makes. So, like I said, I didn't hear that many. I didn't hear. I don't think I heard more than like one uh, wrestling reference. Oh yeah, because you know he, he normally makes a lot. Of, he normally makes a lot of wrestling references. Yeah, huge. So I think only I think I only heard like one of them on this. Mm. Well, <laughs> I mean, is that a good or a bad thing in your opinion? No, I'm just saying. I know he's a big wrestling fan. Oh, okay, so okay. Maybe he's just changing shit up. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but again, this is in lane. So if you're used to this type of stuff, then you're not really going to get anything that's like too far fetched from why. Uh, Shout out to Meek does. on that too. I thought Meek and Rick Ross did their thing on that. On that oh movie. yeah, like I said, you you gotta have Rick Ross and Meek. You gotta have one of those songs with them. M M G. Even though them niggas can't stand each other, they they still doing work together. Yeah, they still are, man. Cause he not even on the same label that M M G is on anymore. So he messing yeah. with Warner Brothers now after he got kicked off for his last album. Yeah. Was like Falarin. damn, it sucks, bro definitely sucks but uh shout out to Wale man he's still keeping it going I listened to his breakfast club interview too he still act the same still act the same he's still bitter but again like he's just going through life he knows that uh that the business ain't it's not garnered towards him so he kind of like lashes out but he's you know that's a, that's the type he's very emotional soul so you know and he just lets it all out in his music so there you go right. and uh, i think he got he ended up getting number one too um when this album came out um number one album that week so yeah shout out to him man he's right. still like you know regardless of you know whether he's getting the album sales that the label wants he's still uh he's still selling so that's at least good that's at least good so there you go man two from me and you said two and a half right yeah two and a half for wow that's crazy so there you go our reviews on Kanye West, Jesus King, and Wale. Wow, that's crazy. Uh, got a few quick hits here. I know that you mentioned this one on your podcast, and obviously we would have talked about this earlier, whether um, if we would have been able to uh, record a podcast earlier. But I definitely want to talk about it because it was definitely something that uh, that we, it was very funny when it first happened. And I even <laughs> heard some more news as well uh, afterwards because a lot of people were taking this a little bit too serious. But Shaq and Dame Lillard had a rap battle. They dropped two diss tracks each. And I like I'm not even gonna get fully into it, but I think in my opinion I like Shaq's better, <laughs> or at least Shaq's first uh, diss track when he first uh, started coming at the Dame. I like this stuff better, man. I just felt like Shaq had more uh, more quotables in my opinion um, than Dame. Punchline game was yeah, punchline yeah. game was yeah, punchline game was dope. But Dame Lillard definitely a better rapper. I'm I'm not denying that yeah. at all. Dame is definitely a better rapper, but uh, I'm I'm not gonna be running out to listen to Dame stuff. Like I just like his his uh, basketball game. I ain't really a fan of of his rapping uh, as far as like him making songs. But uh, but just for the battle sake, for the battle sake, I think that Shaq won. That's that's in my opinion. So uh, who you think won on this one? If you had to I think, choose, I I think fans of hip hop won. Oh like, man, you gonna give us? If you're a fan of hip hop and a fan, <laughs> oh come on, Brad, don't do that. Uh, I can't do that, man. Cause all right, all right. I don't want to. I don't want to let my. I don't want to let my bias towards you know. You know. You know. Dame is my he's favorite. He's your player, favorite. Right? Yeah, yeah. He's my favorite player, and I think lyrically he's the best like basketball athlete slash rapper that you know what I'm saying I've ever heard. 
because he he's got it yo he could actually rhyme and format a song and you know he got lyrical ability you can hear it when you when he rhymes you know what i mean i listen to some of his shit. i don't listen to all of it but i listen to some of his shit but i do feel like shaq like what you said shaq came out shaq did what shaq does in basketball he came out and elbowed him in the mouth yeah bully he didn't do none of that fancy shit he didn't try to cater to the to the younger crowd and say a bunch of little subliminals and shit you knew who he was talking about you knew what he was talking about he said it he bowled him in the mouth and he dunked it dame took the more i'm gonna go around the pick and and shoot a three and be prettier with it you know what i'm saying that's that was dame's more approach the second came you know what i'm saying and i thought the first one was better that shaq did and he came and then uh because what you call it came with two straight dame did yeah, and then what Shaq came back. afterwards, and you know he came and had the song called "What Was it? I Rest My Case," and Shaq came behind that like, "Yo, how you gonna rest your case when I'm the judge and the jury or some shit like that?" Okay, okay, mm. Shaq. You know what I'm saying? I think that's why I say I think they I think they both they both accomplished what they wanted, but it was like you know, I think if you like I said, if you're a fan of that, because that's the that's the shit I grew up listening to. When you had issue with somebody, you didn't do all that subliminal shit like that Drake does. You know what I'm saying? Like, won't say the person name and shit like that. You don't do all that shit. You say that person name, you know exactly who they talking about. That that battle right. That's a sport, yo. That's a sport. And so I say that all the time. Hip hop is a sport, yo. It's lyrical sparring. You have issue with somebody, as long as that shit stays on wax, as long as that shit stays, you know what I'm saying, digitally, it don't get physical. I'm happy with that. Like I said, we we lost like some of the greatest of all time due to senseless shit that went too far. So I, I think you know what I'm saying. We we all we all won. If you a fan of that, it was it was breath of fresh air. It happened right before the season started. So you know, um, uh, if I had to pick a clear cut winner, I think Dame's clapbacks were. He said some shit that went over a lot of people's head when he said uh, that Shaq was basically paying off paying off chicks. You know what I'm saying? That he was fucking that shit was funny. And shit like that. Yeah, somebody, like saying about like you that, buy like, a bag yeah. every time you get yeah. horny. <laughs> Yeah, like you you paying off women and shit like that. Like that was some slick shit. I I can't pick a clear cut winner because they both did it in a different way. And so I can appreciate them both. So I I'm sorry, I can't pick a clear winner, man. Okay, I think, okay. I think we all won by hearing that, man. Because it's different styles. It's like it's like would you pick it's like picking, you know what I'm saying, Shaq over Allen Iverson or some shit like that. Like you like Shaq for what Shaq does, right? And then yeah. you like AI for what AI did. Yeah, so it's, it's not like a, it's, it's not a clear cut body. Style. Yeah, it's not a clear cut body. Yeah. It's not. It's not it like a battle clear cut like, about Yeah, it. ain't nobody get. Yeah, ain't nobody get no body bag. It was no three zero or nothing like that. Yeah, so. it definitely wasn't a three zero or two zero or whatever. It was. It they both did their thing. I'm not gonna say it was a clear cut winner. I think if you wanted to hear the the punch lines, the, the the elbow in the mouth shit, then you gonna like what Shaq did. If you like the, you know, what I'm saying I'm a, you know, I'm a lure you to sleep and then you know blow your fucking brains out when you ain't looking. Then that's what Dame did. You know what I'm saying? He took the more subtle approach, but when you listen to the shit he said, that shit, I'm telling you, Shaq a sensitive nigga. That shit stung Shaq. I'm telling you it did. That some of that shit Dane said, I was like, God damn, he said that shit for real. Like that, that, like that one line I said, and he said some other shit too. Like some about with his free throws and shit like that. Like getting carried. And when he said that Kobe line, you know that stung him. But I mean, it, it. They they both they both came out in, in different ways. Mm-hmm. So and then shout out to Shaq too, man. I'll be keeping his head up, man. Sister yeah. too. And he just he like drops some more news and like they ask him again. He was like, yeah, like he was like it was just playing, bro. He was like it ain't serious. Yeah, 
And I knew it's, that anyways, whether he said that or not. Bro. Yeah. I was like, it was just it was just funny, man. Like it was it's it was a good it all stemmed from an interview he did with uh Bud saying yeah, right, right. respect what Shaq did, but he felt like he was the best. Which I'm not no one's gonna dispute that. Like we all know Shaq wasn't the best rapper. Mm-hmm. Shaq just did it. Shaq didn't do it first. He didn't do it the he didn't but he just he at the time he did it the best at that time. I mean, like people keep crying, oh Shaq sucked as a rapper. Like, nigga, Kobe sucked as a rapper too. We gonna forget Kobe wasn't rhyming in Italian at one point. Bruh, Kobe was garbage, bro. <laughs> yeah, Kobe was garbage too. You know what I'm saying? We're going to forget Deion Sanders wasn't doing music too. Must be the money. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of athletes that tried that shit. Yeah. Shaq did it the best at that time. Right. That's all. Yeah. So, I ain't got no problem with that, though. So they that they is, both did what was, they set out to do. It was good. It was good. I, I like hearing both sides. It was entertaining, bro. Yeah. We all won. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. We all won. <laughs> all right. Moving on, man. And uh, this, this is uh, this very near and dear to our hearts here at Game of Illuminati. My boy A9, shout out to him, man, because regardless of what was going on, that man came back and he uh, he ended up pulling up for the wedding, man. It was very, very nice to see him again and, and catch up on everything that's going on. But if y'all have not been in the know, please, man, please just catch up, catch up, man, because his boy Anonymous, he's calling himself NBA9 now. I see what you did there. <laughs> NBA9. This man Anonymous has been on various NBA and NFL campaigns. I mean, this man, he got on the official NBA Twitter and Instagram recently. They were hyping up the Houston Rockets game. They had his music playing. Uh, he was on a WNBA Della Don highlight. He was on some of the uh, the training camp Portland Trailblazers highlights. They was playing his game. The Cleveland Cavaliers played his song on there. Apparently, the Miami Heat arena was playing his song during like I guess like either during halftime, you know, uh, during one of the timeouts, or actually during the game as well. Cause they do be playing music in the arena uh, during the games as well. And this man has been on the NFL. So he's been on both sports, man. Been on, uh, like, when they do the little timeouts, like, right before they go to commercial. They've been playing the West Side Freestyle. So, bruh, it's happening, dog. It's after all these years, after all that hard work, man. Shout out to our boy A9 for, for making this move, man. Because you can't go anywhere but up from here seriously can't go anywhere but up this man is uh about to work with Denzel curry and play that boy zay they got a new song dropping out uh on halloween actually so we're gonna be waiting on that one so that's really cool but this man he ain't stopping yo he about to be on on a lot of people's next man yeah with the sprite deal too uh so they they helping him out they promoting him he got uh he did the song green which they've been promoting a lot he's been on their uh their playlist or spotify playlist Got him a little shirt, even though he looked mad as hell. We climbed up for that. We like, what's going on, bro? Why you look mad when you got your little sprite shirt on? Oh, uh, your little sprite jacket on. Uh, but it's just funny, man. It's funny. And I played a non song. I played Westside Freestyle my wedding too, man. And we got done by. He was like, oh, I know you gonna do that. I was like, bro, why wouldn't I? Like yeah, you here, and that's all the dice. So gotta support the homies. Absolutely. So we had a very, very good time, man. We had a very, very good time. But I'm just, I'm so happy, man. So happy to see this man finally like getting his just dues and it's still not over yet because a lot of y'all still don't know what's going on so hopefully y'all know soon enough man because he's been doing a lot of stuff and it's only going to get better he got some more secrets i can't tell y'all just yet 
We can't tell y'all just yet, but when y'all see the y'all go, we'll be like, yup, that's another one. That's another one. My man's is coming up. It ain't there yet, but this is a very, very good move. So I definitely wanted to mention that. Round of applause for our boy Anonymous, man. We're proud of you, and we just can't wait to see you come up even more bro because you deserve it especially after all these whack artists that we're like how the hell did they even get famous how the hell did they got their stuff on the radio and get millions of views and and our boy ain't but like i said you, you took the slow route you still independent with it and again we're just proud of you bro just proud of you so i had to definitely mention that for all you people that have not been in the know as to what's going on with a9 all right there you go finally man another quick hit <laughs> Mike Posner, man. Mike Posner walked across America and dropped the mixtape, and nobody cares. This man walked from New Jersey to California. He walked from the Atlantic Ocean to the Pacific Ocean, and nobody cares. It's sad, bro. I actually like Mike Posner, too. I like the when he was uh, on songs with Big Sean. I know that they came up together, and that's his homie, but damn man i ain't heard nobody talking about him it's only people that like literally follow mike posner on twitter that cared and i actually listened to his mixtape too like it was it was all right like he talked a lot about obviously what was going on in his life but like damn it's messed up you did all that i mean i understand this is it was really like more of a personal type of journey that he did but i like damn like absolutely nobody's talking about it no blogs nobody who i follow like nobody it's like damn this man just like fell off the face of the earth i know obviously he wasn't doing it for cloud or anything because obviously he felt you know he wanted to do this for for his own reasons but i was like sheesh like it's, it's kind of sucks because I, w- I would want some more people to recognize me if i walked across the den- uh across across america bro like i ain't gonna be doing that for nothing forget all that but uh are you even familiar with mike posner like did, did you uh did you no. catch on to this uh what's going on <laughs> this is what I'm saying. no <laughs> no fair, I, i'm sitting quiet and shit I- nah 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 yeah, so like I said, it's the flock is a, it's a good example right um, there. <laughs> I ain't gonna even lie. You know what I'm oh man, that's that's wild. That's wild. But anyway, man, those are the quick hits. I uh, just want to mention some of that stuff. Let's get to the songs of the week. Uh, for me, man, I was thinking a lot about Saha the Prince. I'm waiting on him to drop another project. I feel like it's due. Uh, obviously, Sai has been getting a lot of praise from uh, one of my favorite rappers of all time, Royce the Five Nine, uh, for his lyrical ability. I feel like Sai the Prince has not faltered from his lane and his bag, and he always comes out with some with some heat whenever he drops a new project. So I'm hoping to hear some soon because he's been quiet over there. But typically, how it is over there in good music is generally just Kanye, Pusha, and then Sai kind of gets thrown to the side, but. Whenever he does come out with some, it's nice. It's definitely nice. But uh, we're going to go back to 2017, only a couple years ago, not too far back. But Sahai the Prince actually featuring Pusha T on this one. And uh, this one is called Trick Me. Came out from his last project, No Dope on Sundays, again in 2017. Uh, this album will definitely hit one of my favorites oh, of on. that year. Uh, so if y'all have not heard this project, No Dope on Sundays, Side of Prince, uh, Pusha T, song Trick Me. Definitely listen to that joint. All right. You won't be disappointed. Uh, Flock, what you got for us? Uh, I'm also do something more so recent. I know typically I'm I'm always going like back at least 10 years or so, but I'm, I'm only going back to last year on this one. Uh, I'm going to go with Jaden, Jaden Smith. I'm going to go with uh, Calabasas Freestyle. I don't know what it is about that joint, bro. I fucks with it heavy, though. 
I listen to it at least like once a week or so. I just listen to it. most time when I'm at work at night. That's just a vibe, bro. That that I don't know. I don't know if it's a track or just a the melodic flow he got on that track, but it, it was just a perfect blend for me. I fuck with it heavy. I'm not gonna lie, man. I actually liked that album. Uh, that album was tape. nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It actually wasn't bad. Actually but that out of all the songs on that, that was my favorite. Yeah, Calabasas Freestyle was definitely, definitely hit. And sorry, um, my bad. I meant two chains. I don't know why I wrote Pusha T on this song. It was Sire the Prince featuring two chains tricked me. So sorry. Um, but yeah, Calabasas Freestyle. I was actually surprised you you wrote that. I was like, whoa, all right. Okay, got some, <laughs> got some jaded on there because I remember we uh we reviewed his last stuff, Ares, and it was kind of yeah cool, yeah yeah. But the sunset tape, the cool tape story was actually pretty good. So, so yeah, okay. that's the one you did the stream, uh, uh right? I was that the one you did like the I, live stream live? I think it was too? no, it was Sire. I yeah, I did the live oh. Sire. Yeah, Sire was just definitely mad. I didn't, but, like, I didn't like that one. Yeah, but he had Falcon on there. Like it was a it was a couple songs on there I like, but yeah, uh Sunset Tape was was way better in my opinion. Yeah, so, I like that one. Mm-hmm. So there you go. My choice side the Prince featuring two chains. My bad. Uh Trick Me from No Dope on Sunday, 2017. Flock Choice, Jaden, Calabasas Freestyle from the Sunset Tapes. A cool tape story came out last year, 2018. Alright, y'all. Topic of the week. Drum roll. Yeah. Let's see. My question for you this week, my guy: If you could live or relive through a decade of music, what decade would it be? And you can name some artists too, or some songs that you really like during that era. Oh, Any decade. I think. Man. I think you. I think you already know the answer before you ask me this. I mean, of course, I'm gonna say the '90s, bro. I'm going to say the 90s because I feel as if that's what hip hop was at its strongest. R&B was at its strongest as well. That was before we had that weird transition in R&B. Um, Cause you know, I'm a fan of both. Like a lot of people that know me know I listen to both. Like I got like, literally I have Jill Scott in my ear right now while we recording this, <laughs> like for real. So I would definitely say the 90s reason being um, from I would say from 92 to say 98 99 hip hop was at its apex yo especially between one to say 94 through like 97 nothing was touching it and then you got to realize if I can go back read the main reason I would be able to go back and and actually hear the artists that we lost because we lost some of the best in that era in that time you know say we lost what easy e we lost Notorious B.I.G. We lost Tupac Shakur. You know what I'm saying? And if I'm missing anybody else, I apologize. But we we lost we lost some of the greats. You know what I mean? In that era, so I would like to hear that. You know what I mean? Like I said, my favorite album of all time is Illmatic. That came out in 1994, still to this day. And it's a lot of that music from that time that you still hear today. And a lot of people being compared to artists from that time today. How many people today are going to be getting compared to artists 20 years from now? Not many, maybe two, maybe two, three at the most. And the top three that I would think of that's out right now that I would compare people to 20 years from now would be what? Rhapsody, Cole and and Kendrick. Mm. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I would throw Royce in there and stuff like that. Of course, of course. But, you know, maybe Eminem, stuff like that. But Eminem came out like 99. Oh, you know, you still have to, you know, still have to consider that shit too. So you think about, you know, your DMX, you know, say you had pun out around that time as well. You had a lot of nice ass artists. Mace was hot, you know what I mean? 
lot of people don't fuck with Mace, but Mace was hot. 1997 was Mace's year. Yo. Oh, Mace was definitely Jay-Z. hot. Cause, cause yeah, let's not Pub forget, Daddy, Jay-Z Daddy came out. Jay-Z, and I was thinking, I keep forgetting, people forgot a fucking Prodigy from Mob Deep, R.I.P. You know, the Infamous. You know what I'm saying? That's one of my favorite. That's probably my, my f- top five favorite albums ever. The Infamous from Mob Deep. So that's, you know what I'm saying? That's another one that came out in 1995. The Wu came out around that time. So when you take 95 and 96, some of the best hip-hop albums. And then, like, my favorite R&B group of all time, Jodeci, was out around that time. It's your favorite you know R&B saying? group of all time? Hmm. Yep. Jodeci, yeah, Jodeci. My favorite, my favorite hip hop group of all time. You know what I'm saying? A tribe called Quest came out. You know what I'm saying? In the early '90s. So I mean, Midnight Marauders was that album. That shit came out like '93. So that's you know, I, you got classics, bro. That came out around that time. So of course, I would pick that era, not because you know I'm stuck in the '90s and no shit like that. It's just great music was always coming out let's not forget what death row did you know what i mean snoop came out around that time you know what i'm saying doggy style you know what i'm saying the dog pound was hot you know what i'm saying <laughs> there's a lot of i can be naming shit all fucking day but like i said i said dmx you know what i mean all that the, the whole death row movement you know what i mean the wu-tang you know what i mean death squad you know what I'm saying that's you know yeah red man keith murray it was a lot of fucking dope artists that came out around that time ll was still hot around that time he introduced foxy brown on i shot you a lot of lot of dope artists bro don't forget about what uh massapenum did you know what i mean massapenum no limit they came out around that time you know saying they was repping for the south don't forget about scarface i keep going dude i can do this all day so it was like it, it was i would go back then because that that music that music to me was timeless because i still listen to it today not saying that the shit out today some of the shit out today isn't you know what i'm saying isn't good music really good music but mm-hmm. in comparison to then it's not even close because and i ain't even start naming r&b shit you know what i mean so like a lot of great r&b music you know what I'm saying came out around that time as well mm. okay okay now, while hip hop is my favorite genre, the uh, the style of music that I listen to the most, I would want to live through the '70s, minus the disco era, because that was a good and a bad thing, and I understand why people were annoyed. But then again, that kind of really spawned <laughs> hip hop as it is in the '80s. Um, after that was over, but. I would choose the 70s because, man, it was a lot of, like, timeless artists that came out in the mm-hmm. 70s or just blew up in the 70s, mainly, like, Stevie Wonder. I mean, like, if, if you want to get into, like, even, like, the, the rock stuff, uh, we had, I mean, or rock or pop stuff. Like, yeah, Elton John, he came out. We had Pink Floyd uh, to drop. Uh, we had Marvin Gaye that was out. We had Queen's. Yeah, the Eagles. We got James Brown. Like, it was so many, like, iconic groups or individuals that came out aretha franklin like i would love to have seen some of these people live when they first came out uh the temptations uh parliament funk the isley brothers like it's it's so many people on this list like that just either like they started out in the 70s or like some of their iconic hits were in the 70s the jackson five i would have man yeah like earth wind and fire al green like it's it's like i could again i could go on and on with this stuff too obviously hip-hop wasn't a thing then it started in the 80s 
like Curtis Mayfield, but like I would still have loved to live through this stuff and like listen to all this. Like, cause I, I think like that era was just amazing. That what a decade was amazing. Um, I would have said the late sixties, but I wouldn't, I, I'm, I'm going to be honest, like minus the music, I'm not trying to live through the, through that segregation bullshit. I, I'm good on that. So that's why I chose I, the seventies. You know, what, you know what I went on this thing, Jay? I want you to check this done. Go on this uh this channel on YouTube called Data. Data is beautiful. Mm-hmm. And it, it was this video that said uh, popular music styles from 1910 to like 2019, mm-hmm. and it shows like a real live like by quarter like graph and what was the most popular music from those times. And you start seeing shit go down, shit go up, new shit come in and take overtake it. That shit was interesting as hell, bro. It's like. It's probably about seven minutes long, but you will you will not want to take your eyes off of it just to see like what was the po- most popular forms of music and how music had evolved, you know what I'm saying, and shit in different times. And you'll mm-hmm. see like from those eras, like what was the what was the hottest music just by listening. You talk about the shit from the 70s and 60s. So trust me, you you'll like that. I want you to check that shit out. Yeah, link me. Yeah, to, definitely link me when this is over. Now, yeah, I would love to to look at that and, and listen to it. So yeah, man, but I would have loved to live through the 70s. Like I feel like a lot of people like if you were born in that era, you kind of got spoiled. I'm not gonna lie, you got spoiled with a lot of good fucking music. It doesn't matter like what specific genre that you listen to. I think a lot of people like loved like a lot of this music that came out, and if all mm-hmm. the white people that you know you know felt some type of way about black people then like you couldn't deny us when the 70s came around you could not deny you know us what that remind had, me of some right hits, bro what it remind me of when we were young and we was listening to rap music and then the older cast was like that ain't real music that, that ain't this that ain't that mm-hmm. and it kind of sounded like how we be talking today saying you know i would rather listen to this music this from this time and from this time you know say compared to the shit that's out today so you could it's like if you live through it long enough to hear everything you know what i'm saying it's like i get i i, I can kind of understand why some people be like yo man why you stuck here you stuck there it's like, like you have a case I, yeah you have it's like you got a case for that but at the same time it, it's kind of like with sports you know when people want to argue about the whole lebron and jordan shit mm-hmm. and i feel like people that's only old enough to have ever seen maybe kobe and lebron play mm-hmm. they can't really comment on jordan because they weren't you know saying they they never seen it yeah so it would have been a whole really different say, story yeah, yeah it would have been a totally different you story weren't, if you, you weren't around it. to see it but the people that was that's old enough like me and you old enough to see have seen all of them play in their prime you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Then you have the more leverage to say, okay, look, I've seen him, I've seen him, and I've seen him. This is why I say this dude is better, you know what I'm saying, because X, Y, and Z. You only going off highlights and, you know what I'm saying, somebody on the internet told you this, so you only going off of that. So that's why a lot of people with music, I know not to even even, even debate with because I'm like, you ain't listening to nothing. Like you know yeah, what they're going to say unless they yeah. unless they specifically go back and like do their research on on whatever exactly. you're arguing about then yeah that that's that right there used to make me do my research when people would tell me oh well you only like you want to listen to Mob Deep why you ain't listening to this why you ain't never listen to you know why you ain't never listen to Run DMC why you ain't never listen to this like that shit forced me to go back and listen to it and some shit I like some shit I didn't and I would be like yo I appreciate you man good looking out man because now I fucks with this. I mean, that's how I was with NWA because it was hard to like kind of hear that shit. Like I was in the middle being in Chicago. I'm in the middle so I can hear some of that shit from the West Coast. But we mostly got a lot of the shit from the East Coast. Mm -hmm. So we heard mostly East Coast shit, but we would hear some of the West Coast shit. 
that's how I got put on the like E40 watching the fucking video jukebox network and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? That the old box, shit with bro. those yeah. yeah, the box. We used to watch the box and them videos would come on. You'd be like, yo, who is this? Yo, who is this? And that shit made me say, all right, cool. I'm going to go check this out. So you just got to learn how to do your research, man. Yeah. And I, I hope that y'all appreciate this. Like, seriously, for all the people, I know we got some young people that listen to us. Like, we're not going to force you to go back and listen to it. But, like, this is why, you know, Flock, for the most part, like, why he be popping off on y'all in the chat. Because some of y'all just be saying stupid stuff and, like, y'all be biased about it because you haven't, you haven't, like, dealt with a lot of this stuff. You haven't seen or heard a lot of this stuff from the past. And you're just basing your opinions off of what you have now. And, like, you just, you just kind of got to, you got to look at like all the sides of like something before you you know go and say such an outlandish statement i'm not gonna be mad at you for feeling how you feel but you can't just like say something and and not look at Blanket everything not do your research bro. yeah you're just making blatant statements at that point so again we're not trying to force you to go back like hey is one of the main people who like he like i don't go back and listen to that uh that older shit i'm not mad at him but you know that's the main reason why y'all be arguing because of that <laughs> because of that yeah me ain't not stay going at it all the time yeah yeah, exactly. So it'd it be like that. But, you know, I, I feel like a lot of, you know, the younger people are like that. But again, like at the same time, a nine doesn't go out of his way to disrespect all the older people, too. That's the difference. Yeah. That's, that's the main difference right there. So, again, like we don't want y'all to go out, you know, just be disrespecting people. because That's the whole that's what a whole, you know, old nigga versus young nigga argument became about. And that's why we still got this going on today with all these young niggas can't, you know, nobody listen to that old shit like yeah i mean they, they should though because if you don't then you're not going to fully respect it you're just going to keep saying that dumb stuff and and making all the older people that paid away from your your monkey ass uh <laughs> like they paid away for you and you're not even realizing it like come on man like you just gotta you gotta pay homage man like not ask you to go out and listen to everybody from the past but at least understand at least have a general under uh a general respect and understanding as to like how like how you're even able to make the music that you're making that's all that's all so and i i feel like this was a very good question i knew you were going to say the 90 though you're right <laughs> you you were absolutely right and i was going to say it too i would i would have loved to relive that but no i i honestly would have loved to live through the 70s because I, I thought that was one of the best decades and uh it just music period uh obviously no hip-hop there then but yeah, I would those are my coming age it. years bro so it's like you know i, I just you know that's just the, that's just the era that that I felt the most comfortable in, I felt the most comfortable with. Yeah. So it was like, that's just, that's just what I knew and that's what I grew up listening to. Right. Like, I would have said, like, the tail end of the 80s, because, like, I was born in 88, so, but I was, you know, I grew up in the 90s, so I, I grew up with all that shit. But I was like, nah, just, I was going to choose the late 80s. Like, but I, I don't know. I, I just felt like the 70s were for a, a better decade in my opinion but it was still good like i still like all the decades overall but I, I think like living through the 70s would have been super dope just to see so there you go man that's his opinion let us know though let us know tweet us or whatever if you hear it let us know what uh what decade you would have loved to live through or relive through i know a lot of y'all again are young so y'all y'all missed the 90s man like flock said 90s were good that was a good decade too so a lot of y'all just you know caught the 2000s and beyond so you might not understand all of this but um at least you'll hear it from us how we felt about it all right so uh, finally man to end off the podcast we have the album suggestion flock hit us with it oh uh, man this is a goodie 2003 the year the dip set i'm gonna go diplomatic community first one i don't know what else to say it's, <laughs> it's a fucking classic bro double disc 
go listen to that shit. If you ain't listened to it, then are you really a fan of hip hop music? Like, how could you not? How could you not have ever heard this album? Y'all got all this access to you. You better listen to that shit, man. You got Cam, Jimmy Jones, Freaky Zeke, Joel Santana, Santana. Freaky. You know what I'm saying? Hell Rail, Hell Rail, who I always felt was one unappreciated artist ever. You know what I'm saying? People just did not. You know what I'm saying? Was Max B in there somewhere? Think, uh, on this one, I don't know if he was on that one. If he wasn't, uh, if he was, I pause. Maybe nah, I left him off. I'm looking. Fans. Nah, he wasn't on this one. I know he was on uh, the more than music shit because he was all over that shit. The one they did, the more than music joint. But I fuck, you know, I fucked with him too. So that's that's why I like I like Max B. Max B could sing the shit out of a hook. He was like he would like to me that was, he was like the East Coast version of Nate Dogg. Mm. <laughs> you know he was the east coast version of nate dog bro but yeah man yeah, y'all check that album out though it's so many classics on there i'm not about to name all them damn songs that's a double that's a double album yo back when artists had enough material to make double albums not these seven eight nine song albums that you know what I'm saying only two songs that are worth anything fucking listening to yeah if y'all ever heard any song like i know y'all heard the dips and anthem come on now because everybody said that that should be our new national anthem so i know some of y'all that caught the meme actually went and listened to the song if you never heard of it so that came from <laughs> there it came from diplomatic community doom 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 that shit was hot bro that shit was classic that shit you don't if you don't have that if you don't have that ugly are you really a fan of music damn man flock test y'all y'all uh y'all music knowledge right now y'all better get them y'all better get them don't know just get familiar yo that's what we here for some of y'all may not know like jay said a lot of y'all are shit and some of y'all are really impressionable, so y'all probably take our words to heart. But don't don't feel offended by me saying shit. Most of the time, I'm just talking shit. But a lot of times, I am telling the truth. Like, don't just make blatant statements and say, "Oh, fuck this old shit." Because I used to be like that too. So I'm not gonna lie. I was I was young and stupid at one point too. You know what I'm saying? Saying you know just in dismissive. That's the word I'm looking for. Young and dismissive, like to whatever wasn't in front of me already and accessible to me. You know, it's like I don't want to hear that shit. Because with me, I came up in the fucking like when I was young. When I was a teenager, it was CDs. You know what I'm saying? And before that, it was tapes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, look at old tapes. tapes, bro. So it was like you had you really fucked with somebody. You knew you fucked when you finding that fucking tape just to go back and listen to that song or some shit like that. So you know y'all got it so easy now. All you gotta do is push a fucking button mm-hmm. on your computer or your phone. So like we all have it so easy now, man. We don't appreciate how how hard it was to get music out back then. So I mean that makes it you more appreciative of it as well. Because of the shit that some of those artists had to go through just to get that music played. Now you just now you could be a whack ass SoundCloud rapper and if so many people listen to it and like that shit, they should have get played. Yeah, yeah. And I remember I told y'all on other podcasts that uh when I was in the car with my mom, like she never used to let me listen to the rap stations. She was like, I don't want to hear that stuff. She used to make me listen to the R and B stations and I used to hate it. But now when I look at it, like I'm super appreciative because I know yeah. a lot of this music now. Like, I, I, I learned to listen went to Sade and Prince. And- yep. Yep. My mom was bumping it all the time. And I Cleaning was like, the house on Sunday mornings, bro. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it'd be like that. Like you said, I'm super appreciative that she uh, that she made me listen to all this stuff. So she didn't want me to listen to rap for real. Like, I, it took me a while to even buy my first tape. I think it was like a Missy Elliott mixtape or something. It was like, had like <laughs> a couple songs on it. I think it was Hot yeah. Boy. 
yeah, the, the, the single. Yeah, this is for my ghetto motherfuckers. Uh, the one with Nas on the Yelp. Yeah. Yelp. Yep, yep, I, I bought that, man. Pop up. I ain't getting locked, locked up. up. Yeah, <laughs> I love that song. This song still hot as fuck. But yeah, man, that was that was like my first like introduction. It's like having my own piece of music. I used to like make mixtapes uh, from the radio on the on playing tapes. Oh yeah, yeah. I used to, I used <laughs> to start and stop that joint, bro. I started the pause tapes, bro. Hell yeah, bro. I used I used to pause to... loops, man. When yep. I used to try to make beats and I ain't had no other equipment for it. Pause loops. Mom, let me get the uh, the little radio. I was like, all right. I was like, I want to listen to these songs all the time. So I used to do that, Joy. Uh, man, the struggle. <laughs> but I, oh, I appreciate man. it, though. I appreciate it. It, it. it made me humble. It made me humble. Uh, but anyways, man, we've been talking a long time. Let's get up out of here. Do we have any final words before we dip out? Nah, man. We good. Kanye shit suck. Um, <laughs> Yeah. I'm so disappointed. I mean, I knew it would, but you know, we had to do it just for the sake of y'all. Yes, sir. So there you go, man. It's all thoughts. So take it how you will. Uh, again, I want to uh, just give a, another shout out to everybody that continues to listen to us that has been waiting for another episode of Enlightened Sound. If you do listen to us on Apple, please go ahead and rate us five stars. We were very, very appreciated. Um, other than that, man, just keep listening to us on whatever platform that you want. Keep supporting us. And uh, yeah, we'll see you on Enlightened Sounds episode 20. This is UKJG the Don, my co-host Lead of the Flock. We out this thing. Peace.